0: Welcome back everybody to the Comic-Con Podcast. It is episode 30. It's me, Zach, a.k.a. The Manimal. And like always, I'm here with my boy, Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime. What's up, man?
1: Oh, what's going on, Zach? Really happy to have you back here. I thought you were gone and you were never coming back to the Comic Con <laughs> podcast. And uh, I was just going to have to continue doing these episodes by myself, or maybe at some point I'd get another co-host, but I'm glad you're back.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I was I was down in Mexico in Cancun area and I was loving it. I didn't really want to come back. You know, it's, vacations are weird. It's like you're down there and you're like, dude, this is so awesome. But about like day five or six or whatever, two days before you're about ready to leave, you're like, yep. Yeah, I'm ready to go home. You know, I mean, (laughs) you you miss like the amenities and like the things that you your routine and it's great down there, man, but it's humid AF in the Cancun area. But anyway, episode 30, man, I mean, 30 episodes, we've been doing this now. So that's a pretty big number, but it doesn't really feel like 30 yet to me, I guess. I don't know.
1: No, we're halfway. We're just over the halfway mark. You know, we've been looking at the analytics. We appreciate everybody who's watching it uh, or actually watching it, listening to it on all the different platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, as well as some other ones in there. Uh, To everybody across the country in the United States and even overseas and, you know, our youngsters, our middle aged guys, our older viewership, everyone who's checking us out, you know, we appreciate it. Um, we'll get into a lot more of the comic con podcast, really a terrific con. I had a lot of good people say some really nice things about our podcast that they thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but we definitely want to get into some of the stuff that we have ready to talk about tonight. Um, yeah. let's get right into our community section. How about that?
0: Yeah, go. You have a question, right? Yeah,
1: we got a, uh, so uh, of course I always am uploading some of our, you know, older episodes onto our YouTube channel. Cause eventually when we do, we'll do a live show. We obviously will be on our YouTube channel first and then it'll drop audio parts. Portions will be on, you know, here on the podcast portion. So uh, I actually dropped an episode not too long ago, and our man Astro Wizard, who is a, you know, fellow Instagrammer, he's also bought some stuff off of me mm-hmm. on my whatnot sales. He uh, he, you know, made a comment on one of the YouTube channel, uh, one of the YouTube videos. So he said, "Hey, so you guys know Eternals is coming up." Personally, that's the movie I'm looking forward to the most. What do you think Eternals will do for the MCU? Do you think it's the next Avengers and ties together all the movies and leads to the big bad showdown? Great show, guys. I'll catch you later. So, Zach, I mean, I know you're more the Marvel guy. Uh, Why don't you kind of take this?
0: Yeah, it's tricky. The Eternals is... It's like, okay, so obviously the two new properties, the two big new properties we got coming out are Shang-Chi and the Eternals, right? Mm -hmm. So Shang-Chi is a little easier to predict because it's just like you know a solo superhero. It's going to be moderately an origin story and whatnot. The Eternals, though, is very loaded. Like, they've been around forever. You have to explain where they were during everything we've seen in the MCU prior. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I don't have a good guess guess necessarily on like what the Eternals is gonna do. I do think what we'll see is I think the Eternals might be more or less the linchpin between the MCU, what we've had prior, and what we're gonna see in the future. Like I do think we're going to get some kind of connections in between. Maybe I know a lot of people think we're gonna if this will move towards setting up like the Marvel mutants scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly as well as fantastic for hinting at that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. You know, I'm familiar with the eternals. I've read uh, quite a few runs of the Eternals. None of like the, the original, I, I'll admit, I haven't read the original Jack Kirby stuff, um, but some of the more modern one. I'm reading the current currently reading the Kieran Gillen run as well. And um, I don't know. Do I think they're the next Avengers? No, no way. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough big names not enough independence. You know what I mean? Like the Eternals operate as the Eternals. The Avengers operate as the Avengers and can also operate solo. You know what Mm -hmm. I
1: mean? But I I guess the one thing that we do have is Black Knight. You know, he's going to be first appearing in that movie, but I think that's going to really uplift him into other into the echelon of other movies that are coming Agreed. out in the marvel universe so you know like you said because you had like you know in doctor strange you had the ancient one and she was there at the battle of new york as we've seen in avengers uh end and she really didn't do anything to you know help the avengers in a way she was kind of just protecting the sanctum Sanctorum, and i feel like the eternals are the same way like they're probably they've they've watched over the avengers battle of new york age of ultron mm-hmm. and Obviously, Thanos, but they never intervene. But with Black Knight, we he's a character that is someone who we really will see, I think, pass this movie, get his own movie. And he could be an Avenger at some point down the line.
0: Yeah. You know, two things. Definitely, I think Black Knight is going to be the one who moves around. I think as we move forward with the MCU... Um, he'll be a character that you will vaguely remember his first appearance MCU-wise was in the Eternals. It's going to be like Black Widow. Remember, everyone's like, oh, shit. Yep. Oh, yeah, she first appeared in Iron Man 2. But he's going to be less attached to the Eternals, more attached to just the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, The Eternals, though, yeah, you know, who knows? And obviously, like you said, they stayed out of everything for so long. But then after Thanos snapped those fingers, how <laughs> many of them went away? Did any of them go away? Is this now the point where they're like, Okay, we kind of effed up here. Like we we should have been a little bit more active because this affects us now too. So I mean, mm-hmm. you have to assume, right? That's going to be an interesting question. Were the Eternals affected by the snap? You know what I mean? Are they yeah. above it or are they part of it? Because it's <laughs> it's fifty percent, or what? Yeah, fifty percent of all life forms, right? So yeah,
1: um, I think they're completely out of it. I don't think they they exist
0: on the same plane as, yeah, maybe. as the human race. So, you know, Big Bad-wise, I don't know. I'm also hearing a lot of talk, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched all of Loki. A lot of people think Kang is going to be the new Big Bad. Um, I'm not entirely sure I agree with that. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, But Big Bad, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to see another Big Bad, Thanos-wise. And I'd be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So it's a good question when does eternals comes out in november is that right
1: yeah uh because shang chi will be out in september and then yeah. we get that and then we'll have uh the uh, spider-man spider-man's in december right yeah
0: yeah yeah man damn shang chi's like weeks away man that's crazy yeah you know what's funny side note kind of just going down the rabbit hole a little bit here as we do on the comic Con podcast episode 30 um I, I literally just like kind of well, i mean i was out of town for a couple of weeks but i logged into like Instagram and I was like, oh shit, Suicide Squad this week. So gonna have to watch that tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. we'll definitely, uh, we'll probably, t- well, we'll definitely talk about it next week. Yeah, uh, before we actually started this, it, it dropped a little early on Thursday night here, since we're recording this on August fifth, and I actually watched the first hour of it, and I will say I am thoroughly enjoyed with it, uh, James Gunn's version. I can't wait to finish up the rest of it, but uh, it's it's very interesting. Um, it's it's fun. I like the characters. I feel I feel like the characters are a lot more condensed and dro- you feel for these characters i feel like more than david ayers version and i've only been into it for an hour so okay so it, one, it's funny
0: and it's good one question and then we won't we won't talk about it anymore because so we don't want to okay. spoil anything one question how is the what's the word i'm looking for the theme slash vibe compared to david ayers darker funnier same does it feel different
1: uh it's definitely in the middle uh you know you're obviously with james gunn you get the music thing so you know some parts are very like semi poppy but it's suicide squad it's rated r you're gonna be like okay yep i could see why this is rated r
0: so it's not jarring you're not gonna be like because i think there was a concern on like where it falls in dceu and is it gonna be like is it gonna feel like completely unconnected but it feels good that's what you're saying
1: yeah, no, no. So far, the first hour, I, uh, you know, again, we're really going to talk about this after yeah. you watch it and I finish it. it it's definitely a nice standalone. I, cool. I I'll say that I, you don't need to know really anything, sweet, really at all, to be honest. I mean, you know, maybe Harley Quinn, that's really it, and Amanda Waller, but they, you know, they they quickly do the Task Force X, like what it is in the first five minutes. So awesome,
0: cool. But yeah, we'll definitely talk, talk about it next week. week. Yeah. So, um, a couple other topics we're gonna talk about. Obviously, we're gonna launch into Terrificon. My mm-hmm. boy Nemesis Prime took the week off as well last week, went to Terrificon up in Connecticut for about what three days? You were there? Three days?
1: Yeah. Uh this was my fourth time attending Terrificon. It's a three-day event up at Mohegan Sun up in Eun- Unit Unisville, Connecticut. Uh this is the first time that I actually stayed at Mohegan Sun. I actually went up there on a Thursday because I know the absolute disgusting traffic it is to drive up there <laughs> on a Friday from uh, New Jersey to Connecticut, even though it's literally like a state and a half away.
0: It's so cr- I, that's crazy to me. It's,
1: I'm telling you, when I went up there in 2019, I left probably about 9 or 10 in the morning. I didn't get there till like 4.30 in the afternoon, but I left Thursday at like, nine o'clock and I would have probably been up there by like one, but I made some stops, mm-hmm. but no traffic. Like what a difference getting up there. So sweet. Uh, so yeah, the terrific con is, is an absolute awesome show. It's put on by Mitch Halleck. It's the quintessential comic book show for the simple fact of you literally, again, this is what's great about it is I stayed at Mohegan sun in a hotel. I literally could wake up in the morning, grab some breakfast, walk down into like the normal casino floor, walk past everybody playing craps or blackjack or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then walk right in the convention center, hang out, walk around the showroom floor, and then walk back up to my hotel if I really needed to. Take a little
0: nap in between.
1: Yeah, like Saturday was... So like Friday, the show opened up at one. I ended up going to the pool and the jacuzzi before at like 11 o'clock to, you know, just kind of chill. Saturday was great. Like Saturday, I was on the showroom floor at 10. Uh, went out to lunch with my boy Juan Jay Saint's Art. Uh, he's, you know, one of my Connecticut brothers up there, so it was really cool to hang out with him and his, meet his family. Then we walked back on the floor, uh, met up with my friend Matt, who is X level, ex um, last level comics. Met up with him, his wife, and, Tra- and and his boy Travis. We ended up going to the, the pool and the jacuzzi. You know, yeah. hung out for a little bit, and then went back to the showroom, back to the convention. So it's like all in one day. Like you can literally do so much stuff and you don't have to worry about like leaving the casino. Basically. I,
0: I see a couple benefits for this, this kind of a con one. If you were to bring your significant other who isn't much of a comic book person or family or something, they would have things to do, which that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, like con wise, dude, you could like load up your hands and then take the stuff up to your room and and drop it off. Like there's nothing worse than like walking around a con with all that crap that you purchased. You know what I mean? And like you're finger fucking it the whole time and like ruining anything. Like that's awesome to be able to go take it upstairs and just leave it there.
1: Yeah. You know, luckily, you know, our, uh, you know, very Gary comics was there. I bought so much from him that I basically waited to one point where I didn't have anything. And I was going to go back up to the room because I knew that I was just like, I'm not going to carry this big load of books right. around with me. So
0: carrying yeah, a short box.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I basically, fil- I filled a short box and then I left with two short boxes because I bought a brand new one and bags and boards because bags and boards are like gold right now. So, yes. Uh, but that's, that's another thing. Like you said, like imagine going to like a convention and buying a statue and then lugging this statue around with you for the rest <laughs> of the show. Like that's not it's something you want to do. So that's, what's the perfect thing is like, if you're staying at the hotel, it's like, yeah, I'll just be right back. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I'm just going to go upstairs and drop off the statue. Like,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Um, damn. I don't know why I just thought about this and we'll come back to um, obviously come back to, to more torpedo or torpedo, more terrific talk, but shout out. Happy birthday. Tim Vo, Tivo, Lords of the long box, old balls, 50 years old. <laughs> God, Happy birthday, Tim. You know what I mean? So uh and you guys might see this soon, but Justin and I got Tim a couple presents. I have just happened to something catch my eye that reminded me of it. And you'll see uh he got a little present from the comic con podcast that you should be receiving here shortly. But anyway, man, sorry, totally no, sidetracked no. on that.
1: No, no, um, that's all that's all right. So uh back to the convention itself. Uh like I said, it, it's it's great for anybody who wants to just hang out at a convention, you don't have to leave the place other than that the fucking comic book community is absolutely awesome whether you're in the instagram or the youtube the northeast comic book community is so fucking strong like people are so you know welcoming and i I mean i met people there that i only know in instagram like they've like seen my face on youtube i've seen their face on youtube maybe i've never seen them and i only follow them on, on instagram or whatever but man it was just like a blast it's like a party like the fact that it's not new york comic con where it's so overwhelming right but the fact that it's like you could just hang like you could be at someone's booth and then all of a sudden it's just like we're just talking like people are just talking and then someone will come in and then you'll be like oh this is so-and-so i'll be like oh my god i I know you you know like and it's kind of like a back and forth you know little banter uh So many people out there in the community, which is absolutely, you know, I don't want to really go through names because there's so many on and I would forget some of them. But a lot of people that I did speak with for the first time, uh, they will definitely be appearing as guests here on the Comic-Con podcast in the near future. Of course, myself, I, uh, I walked around with buttons. As I said on uh, Lords of the Longbox last week, if you saw me, I had tons of buttons. I was just giving out buttons to anybody waiting in line. So uh, if anybody's new listening to the Comic-Con podcast from Terrific Con, thank you. And, uh, you know, I did see some people having the buttons on their their, uh, backpacks or on their shirts, which was really cool. A lot of good people just randomly saw me wearing my Comic-Con podcast T-shirt. So they said, you know, really nice things about both. Uh, myself and you too, Zach, uh, you know, they, they shit awesome. on you a little bit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we much. only talk about the nice things. Yeah. Um, But other than that, it, it's a great comic book show. It's not entertainment like New York comic con. It's not like San Diego comic con right. where it's, you know, all about the celebrities and uh, you know, the, the crazy exclusives and, you know, let's, let's check out this giant big Sony pictures. Like vendor booth, it's literally a comic-oriented thing. Yeah, they have some like Michael Roker was there, um, and a couple other people like from like the Power Rangers and other like uh, Larry. I can't think of his last name. He was the voice of Lyono from like Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Um, but the greatest thing about con is the fact that you can run into people just checking in or going to breakfast. And this is something that you and I talked about on my way home because I had a four-hour drive. Was like <laughs> I was checking in, and I and Dan Jergens who you know, is well known for writing tons of stuff. And if, of course, Death of Superman, he was next to me in line. And we just started having a conversation as we were checking into that's awesome. uh, checking into the hotel. And then the very next day on Friday, Friday morning, I'm sitting at uh, one of the restaurants called Hash Hash A Go-Go And Peter Tomasi is there. And I literally just started having conversation with him about his new 52 Batman and Robin run. Uh, I pulled up my sleeve. I showed him my Batman tattoo, which is a cover that him and Pat Gleason did on Batman and Robin and just, you know, really nice stuff just to talk about. We talked about his detective comics run. So that's the greatest thing is that you could just hang, you could just see these people at breakfast. You could see them maybe playing, you know, blackjack at like 10 o'clock at night
0: later in the evening. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, for me, like I know you are definitely more of like the hunter when it comes to books out of the two of Mm -hmm. us for me you know, the cons are more about like exactly what you're talking about. The community. Like, I, I like to go, I want to talk to people about comics. I want to, I, I want to look around. I probably don't buy much at all. Maybe some, some art occasionally. Uh, I don't really like hunt for books at cons, but yeah, I'm there to talk to people and have fun. And the idea of like, you can be like, you could do a lap in the, mm-hmm. uh, around the con and be like, shit, dude, let's go hit the blackjack table. You know, I would have fun being like, okay, there's, um let's just pick a book. There's a, uh, First appearance of Kang, man, I want that book. Okay. I'm gonna go gamble for it. <laughs> Something like that, like appeals to me. <laughs> like and be like, okay, should I buy this book? Well, we'll see, won't we? Let's go see how good I am at Blackjack. And if I make my winnings, I'll go buy that book. <laughs> like, and if not, well, nope, then I wasn't meant to have it. So um, nah dude. I, I yeah, I wanted to come up. Obviously, you know, I was on vacation as well, and the timing just didn't work out. But next year for sure, I'm doing it. We'll make it happen. For sure yeah. I, I wanted to go like, last year man but i wasn't able to obviously oh yeah well covid and then i think i was actually purchased tickets the year before 20, or no 20. i was going to come out and hang out with you that first time was that that was like two years ago but that wasn't for that that was for uh just a the, little comic oh, swap. No, that was like, just something right? else yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was
1: just for the comic swap that's but right yeah listen you know like you said you can bring your your wife significant other whatever it is and they have their own things to do and, you know, you can still spend time with them at night. Hell, I was riding a mechanical bull one night if people <laughs> saw me on my Instagram and they have, they have tons of things that are going on. There's like concerts. There's a big uh, arena. So, you know, they may have a sporting event like obviously this this past weekend. They have like comedy shows. They had um, a pretty badass queen tribute band out in the parking lot, which is tons of fun uh but there's always there's there's so much stuff to do that it's like you don't feel like you need to spend the entire time like like i said like at the convention there's always things that you could like walk out and like come back hours later it's not like you need to see everything in that day if you're staying for the weekend or even if you go for two days you went like friday and saturday or saturday and sunday there's so much stuff that that can be done outside of the convention so highly recommend anybody who's listening definitely check out terrific con next year uh Stay at Mohegan Sun. That was my, like I said, that was my first time staying in the hotel. Typically, I've stayed at them. It's called the Micro Hotel, which they actually shuttle you over. Um, it's not too far away. It's like a maybe like two miles, like a five minute drive. But staying at the hotel was just awesome. Like it was perfect.
0: Sweet. So we talked about Terrific Con. Let's move on to another con. We got some news recently that's kind of lighting up the Instagram and the comic book community and. Shouldn't be surprised in the 2020, 2021 world we live in where everything is divisive and there's one side against the other. But we received some news about New York Comic Con. Obviously, the state and the city of New York have updated some of their rules and regulations regarding COVID-19 vaccines and whatnot. And seems that NYCC will be requiring the COVID-19. You will have to show proof, vaccine passport, vaccine whatever to attend New York comic-con now that didn't really affect me because I wasn't really planning on going, but, (laughs) um, I know it definitely affects you a little bit. So yes, it does. Let's preface this. Hold on before we launch into this, because like I said, everything is so divisive right now. You made a post on your Instagram and shit was getting heated. People were getting upset and Mm -hmm. I get it. This is a topic that has definitely divided our country. Um, we're going to we're going to talk and i want to hear your your genuine opinion. I mean, look, anyone who's listened to the CombaCom podcast knows you and i give our genuine opinions. So, mm-hmm. i guess i want to disclaimer this before and say like, hey, look, everyone has allowed their opinions, okay? You may not agree with what's going to be said and it it may not seem like it is to you the right decision, but that does not mean there is not common ground for people. We cannot allow these things to divide us so much and pit it against each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So, some of you may be listening are going to agree with Justin. Some of you probably will not. Um, but man, like just understand so a- may, he's allowed. Some of you may skip over this part entirely. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, tell me your thoughts about New York so, comic. Con. you have, uh, Oh, sorry. You got, no, you no, got no. a pass. Yes.
1: I have, uh, three days. I have Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Um, You know, I was not able to get Saturday, but I typically don't even go on Saturday regardless because it's just an absolute shit show. So they even this year, they limited originally from what the website was saying that they they limited the amount of tickets going out this year, which is understandable. They were going to be doing temperature checks. You were going to have to wear a mask. Now, here's another thing. Terrificon completely wide open. There was there were people wearing masks because obviously that's that's up to them. There was no temperature checks. you know, high fives were going around, hugs were going around, fist bumping, whatever you want to, you know, handshakes, nothing. With New York Comic Con, I feel like we are just we are falling in line with the government, and it's it's absolutely atrocious. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but you know, for me, growing up in the tri-state area, my entire life, and and this is for, and again, this is not for everybody, but this is in, in my opinion. New York has always been like the New Yorkers. Like you hear about the New Yorkers. Oh, we're so strong. Oh, you know, after nine 11, you know, we're all together this and that. But now it's like, now you're, this is, this is where we're at is now the New Yorkers are basically just falling in line. Like nobody, nobody wants to stop and say, no, I'm not doing this. Like restaurants, this is hurting. It's going to hurt everything. It's going to hurt restaurants. It's going to hurt Broadway, even though it hasn't opened up. I mean, you're literally at a point where, you know, Basically, people are not going to want to do things like so. Now, this puts people in a position where, especially comic book people, I'm sure you know, New York Comic Con is a huge event, you know, besides like San Diego and I don't know, let's call it like uh, Emerald City or WonderCon, C2E2, like big conventions. Right. This is something that people fly out to. So now, people who are not vaccinated have to either make the decision to get vaccinated before this show or completely cancel everything and i'm sure people have like booked hotels booked flights because it's only two months away
0: right yeah you know people come out because it's it's also an opportunity to go to new york city so you know it's it's the draw it's like oh cool you know i want to go to a con also like going to new york city and doing things around there boom Mm -hmm. two birds one stone um but the whole i'm with you i I mean you and i talk a lot offline about our opinions on this kind of stuff and we're pretty much on the same page and Mm -hmm. uh yeah, man. Like, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone. Look, I want to say that first. Like, I don't begrudge anyone if if you get the vaccine, if you believe in the vaccine, if, you know, mm-hmm. good for you, man. Like, I really, honestly, like, I don't, I, I don't. There are some people out there who are like, either all for vaccine or all against it. And like, you're stupid. You got the vaccine. Like, now, I, I don't believe they're injecting like computer chips in us. Okay, right. I'm not <laughs> for sterilization
1: for the yeah, future. Yeah, I'm right? not Come really
0: on. down that line, but. uh you know, I'm really of the mindset, like, Hey, it's on you. It's your body, your choice, whatever, do what you want to do. Now, there are the people who are out there who are complete virtue signalers who are like, Oh, I'm just such a good person. You need to do this for other people, blah, blah, blah. But like, look, dude, like what's good for you isn't necessarily good for someone else. Like there are concerns out there. There are medical concerns for some people and why they don't get the vaccine. And so to say one of the comments is, well, you know, you got to protect our families. It's, it's for our families. Like it's for everyone else's, my kids and stuff. Well, okay. First off. Yeah. Kids are important. We should protect children. I'm with you, Mm -hmm. but your children, I'm sorry. This might be a real, people need to hear this. Okay. Your children are not priority. Number one for me in my life. I don't know what to tell you about that. They might be yours. They are not mine. Okay. So my concerns and I'm saying the general me, you know, Mm -hmm. like, other people's concerns are not your children. It's not other people's duty to protect your children and do what's right for your children. If you're concerned about your children, don't bring your children to New York Comic Con. That's probably the biggest, that's probably the best solution. And don't bring your family. That's just on think, you. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: and kind of real, realistically, for, for the way I feel, and again, I, I agree with you and I'm in the same boat as you, like as far as like, I, there's the people who are the middle ground. There's the people that don't believe in. It. There's the people that do believe in. It. I I get it. I feel for everybody. I'm not saying you shouldn't get the vaccine, right? But listen, at the end of the day, this is something that both you and I love, and all of the listeners love. Like the fact that you're taking this away from me, like for something that I love, is is crazy. Like if you don't want to come to your comic con because you're going to be in a petri dish of uh people then don't come like if you're scared like just don't come don't yeah yeah, just don't come like don't but don't make it for people who like what's but here's and then you have the people who are you know had it i had covid i had the antibodies i still have the antibodies because i got tested literally a month ago when i was in the hospital like and i had it last november so i have an immunity or a, a way to get around it because or like if you if you're someone who just cannot get it because like you said, there's a medical complication. What if you're like, well, I can't get it because of this, but I want to attend New York comic con. Like mm-hmm, there's, there's right. no, there's no fair market.
0: Right. I'm with you. I, I as well got COVID back uh, about a year ago, last year in June. Uh, I honestly just went to Mexico mm-hmm. and to get back on the airplane, I had to take the tests as well. Got the antibodies in me as well. Um, personally, I don't make it a political thing. To me, it's not. It is. It's 100%. The vaccine has become a political tool and people are using it that way. For me, it is very much so. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I believe in vaccines. I do. I also believe in the human body and I believe that it's designed to protect itself. And if you stay healthy and if you take care of yourself, then you should probably be pretty good. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and so I have. A, I also have a hard time because here's my thing: when I hear these people say, "Get the vaccine," you know, you're you gonna watch out, like take care of me, and blah blah blah. And then I look at their lives. I'm like, bro, you are chugging down sodas, you're smoking cigarettes. Like, mm-hmm. you know I mean, you're treating your body like a literal dumpster, and you're concerned <laughs> about whether or not your vaccine's gonna work because whether or not I have a vaccine or not. So anyway we're probably turning people off about yeah, yeah well no no is... it,
1: i mean it's something that's very important especially to the people that are in this true. market or who are going or who thought of going and listen it, we again, the overall topic is it's shitty that this is happening but nobody nobody is probably going to talk about this
0: yes yeah, that's, that's yeah, what it is I'm not true. Against,
1: I'm, again here it is i'm not against I believe in COVID. I think it's a thing. Of course, I had it. My whole family had it. You had it. Your wife mm-hmm. had it. <clears throat> um, I believe, you know, I'm not saying the vaccine is bad for you. I'm just not for it. That's, that's just all it is. Like, you know, this is not a political show. This is not a science
0: show. This is a comic book show. So right. that's really all we have to say about that. Yep. And it's too bad because like you said it's going to, you know, it's going to affect them. They're going to lose money. They're going to lose more more money from they already were losing when they mm-hmm. limited the number of like the, the capacity. And you're going to see it happen, man. Um I I imagine watch if if, if things stay this way, you might Osh. see these cons move into bigger cons showing up in Texas and Florida and states like California and New York Comic-Con, San Diego <laughs> yeah. Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con might now be dallas texas con and uh, miami florida con and stuff like hey, that i got which... the
1: open invite i got the open invite to come to MegaCon. i think in like two weeks and i and i who I forgot who it was i was just like listen bro i was like i'm tapped out for comics right now like i'm exhausted
0: right.
1: <laughs> as for as much comics as i saw in four days like i need even i need a break and that's weird to say so
0: <laughs> yeah so that's all we got and hopefully we didn't turn off any listeners who don't agree with us and I, once again i want to i want to make it clear that we don't we have our opinions we don't attack other people's opinions if you felt attacked definitely apologize um don't feel like that we don't we don't what's right for you is what's right for you what's right mm-hmm. for us is what's right for us i mean that's kind of that's just kind of the way it needs to be and if we all live that and accept other people's opinions we might go back to a normal world okay then absolutely everyone out each other's throats so Boom! Done. God, that was nonsense. Back to comics. Yeah. So, um, we had some news. Did we? Did we? We were gonna talk to cons. Terrific uh, I con, think we were New just York Comic talk Con. About Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, but before that, oh, you I don't know that. if anyone's. Yeah, I know. I just. I got to give myself a humble brag here. I don't know if anyone saw my Instagram post. Shout out to Nemesis Prime, my <laughs> co-host here, who first off hooked me up with. A, I'm gonna tell this story real quick. Hooked me up with the PlayStation Five. So. Haven't been able to get a PlayStation Five like probably a lot of people well, hadn't really tried very hard either mm-hmm. to be honest with you was super unwilling to pay double like a thousand dollars for something so Justin knew that I'd been kind of like looking and uh, correct me if I get this wrong you had received an email from like Sony saying hey we're gonna have some on stock uh, log yeah. in blah 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 and you you told me like hey if I can get one you want me to get one and you're like <laughs> I was like sure dude if you can get it and sure shit got it sent it my way so been playing final fantasy 7 remake intermission which is the add-on dlc to the final fantasy 7 remake and i was super excited to play as like yuffie and do all the the mm-hmm. side character stuff and i had i mean you and i are big final fantasy people and you'd known like I had completed platinum status on the final fantasy seven remake. Super proud of it. Cause it was hard, man. <laughs> it took a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some people might be listening. like, oh, It wasn't that hard. Well, it was hard for me. So <laughs> it was hard for me. Okay. I struggle, but uh, then I log in, I download the shit and I see my platinum status go away. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like it says you have 54 out of like 63 trophies now. And I'm like, Oh my God. So, I've been working on it. And as of Thursday, August 5th, 2021, remember this day in history, I reachieved my platinum status for Final Fantasy VII Remake intermission. All 63 trophies (laughs) completed. Boom. Suck it, fools. I used to be
1: like that for like Xbox and PlayStation. Like, I needed, well, mostly Xbox, like, I needed to get all the achievements. But then I kind of stopped because it was just like, (laughs) it was like way too much. There's- I've never,
0: be- I've literally never been that person. Like, uh, this, is, I think, might be the first game I ever went for a platinum trophy for. It's because I just yeah. really enjoyed the game. And I was like, okay, I'll keep playing. And then it kind of gives you, I liked it because it gave me a reason to keep playing and I was enjoying it. And it'd be like, okay, well, I'll play till I do this. Now, I almost stopped when I had to get like all nine dresses, had to have Cloud wear all nine dresses or mm. some shit like that. That was stupid. Um, but it was fun, man. Anyway, sorry. Super no. proud of that, and well, I'm it. glad. I'm glad you uh,
1: put that PlayStation Five to good use because I'm still playing PS4 games. <laughs> yeah, on my PS5. So
0: I think I might move to uh, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla next. All right, nice. I think I might try that. I got to
1: play Ratchet and Clank. I, oh, i, I well, have that to. That's yeah. like the first like really big game now on the
0: system because everything else is getting pushed back to next year. So is that? I know we're kind of falling down the game rabbit hole, but some people like this stuff. Is that a? Uh, open world type game ratchet and clank no it's kind of like mario 64 where it's somewhat open but not
1: like super open like it's still the earlier ones yeah yeah
0: i think i might do that then before assassin's creed because that shit takes forever so
1: yeah i would definitely play ratchet and clank because you definitely like visually it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome so cool sweet
0: sweet so now we're going to launch into another polarizing (laughs) conversation probably uh we want to talk about Masters of the Universe Revelation. So, as you all know, um, it's probably a couple weeks now that uh, yep. Netflix dropped the first season or at least first five episodes. Part, uh, part one. Part, part one of Masters of the Universe Revelation, the new He Man cartoon, um, executively produced by Kevin Smith. So, a couple of things for those of you who are 90s babies, kind of like, well, I mean, 80s babies, but grew up in the 90s, like Justin and I watching he-man and whatnot um this is kind of a continuation like this takes place after pretty much everything you've seen there's really no like you don't have to watch he-man the original stuff but um all the characters are there and it's kind of like moving forward after that it's established which is the best stars. yeah yeah so i am i think i'm on three episodes in i still got two more to watch and i'm not super happy about it um (laughs) Multiple multiple reasons. First the first person I'd love to attack here is Kevin Smith. Like I don't like Kevin Smith, and I have not liked Kevin Smith for a while. Like mm-hmm. his days of mall rats and clerks and that stuff, like dogma, that's gone. Like anything he's done since that has sucked. And mm-hmm. his continuation the Jane silent Bob stuff, it's just stupid. Um, I don't really like Kevin Smith, and I think he kind of butchered this man. Um. It's it has an agenda. It definitely has an agenda. And I wasn't feeling it. Your thoughts?
1: Uh, I agree with you. I think after the first the first episode, I thought Tila was a C-U-N-T. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then I get the whole women in power thing with Tila and uh what's her name? E- Elena? or uh Andrea? New,
0: the new character, yeah.
1: Yeah, Andrea. And like they're all about it's just like them two uh there's the episode where and this is kind of like spoilers there's like the episode where they basically tell man, like they get man at arms but she's like basically telling man in arms no 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 we don't need you go go back to wherever uh you know go go sit this one out type of thing yeah. and she seems get, to be yes. graceful yeah yeah like so it, it yes like you said it's very agenda driven um But past that, I thought the series was really good for the first six episodes. I think the voice actors and actresses did a phenomenal job. You know, we talked about this preview months ago. Right. The people that were voicing the characters. uh, The action was great. Um, My, you know, my two things of, or I should say my my three things of good and bad were. So in that first episode where He-Man and He-Man fights Skeletor, and they literally pull the, the quote right out of the movie when they like when Skeletor says, "Let this be our final battle." That's yeah. literally right out of the Masters Universe. Great movie. movie, great movie. Um, uh, my my next thing is anytime I saw Merman on camera, all I could think about was Batman
0: because Kevin Conroy voices Merman. Oh, really? I mean, that uh, not oh, really? That Kevin Conroy was all I could think about. <laughs> all I could think about was Zoolander. I'm a Merman. Dad. Oh no dude every time i just heard him talking it was just like batman
1: like i'm just yeah. i just see batman standing next to skeletor talking to Tila or evil lynn
0: uh but see you're not see you haven't finished it yet so no so and i'm with you like the, I, you know who i hear i hear i maybe it's just mark hamill i hear joker that's like all i really mm-hmm. hear when i hear skeletor but yeah you know so my my things that bug me about i'm three episodes in and this is kind of touch on one of the t- the comments you just made um that episode about man at arms so first off it definitely the trailer was super misleading like they should receive penalties for what they put in the trailer (laughs) like i mean it was just like false advertising i mean everything he-man related spoiler alert is um backstory it's flashbacks like Mm he-man is gone from jump street from the first episode and it was very much like dude tila that was almost unwatchable like listening to her Cry about being lied to. I was like, you are a disgusting human being. (laughs) And then yeah. And then it very much, yes, it does have the women empowerment theme, which that's fine. Like that doesn't bother me at all. But it's also, dude, so it's like women empowerment. We don't need men. And Tila's built like a brick shit house, also. (laughs) And then you get to episode three, and watch episode three again with where she sends men at arms away. She needs men. Men at arms saves her three times in that episode literally three times Man at arms saves them. And it's like, dude, it just, as of now, I was kind of like, okay, I, I don't know what to think about this. Maybe you said you told me before that it ends well. And I'm still, I, I like the animations. Good. Um, I'm definitely going to finish it. Uh, yeah. The other there's, thing, there's really... a lot
1: of good things that, that happen in obviously the, the next two or three episodes that you haven't seen. Yeah. And, it, it, it's awesome you know at terrificon i had this conversation with uh ryan brown who who's a you know uh, an artist he actually did a variant cover exclusive for uh master's of universe revelations the comic book and we were just sitting there you know we were at the convention and we were talking about it and everything that you and i just said mm-hmm. you know people a little bit hated on it but you know it, it's it still brought you back it's still way better than watching you know the eighties stuff because that's true it's it's, hard to watch yeah it's there's certain shows from the eighties cartoons that are that don't hold their weight and and are very hard to watch nowadays. Like he man is definitely one of them. (laughs) It is um Transformers I I mean I could watch Transformers tell them blue in the face but there are some of the episodes where like they're a little they don't really stand the test of time. G.I. Joe, I feel like is is that's fine. But like there's tons there are shows like that. And You know, from what we got from the early 2000s with the He-Man Masters Universe that came out on Cartoon Network, which was fucking phenomenal, uh, this was a very good way to, you know, a really good way to just continue the story. Like, the fact that it's a direct sequel to the original, uh, everybody's established. So, you know, whether you... If you don't know the characters, you probably wouldn't watch the show because it's not really for, you know, it's not for newbies. Yeah,
0: you know, and maybe... Look, I'm also enough of the person like where I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna write stuff off, you know, mm-hmm. it, five or six episodes, and then, you know, it has been receiving quite a bit of hate. Maybe they'll write the shit, maybe they'll fix things, and that's fine with me. Like, yeah, cool, man. You know, that, you tried something new, it didn't really work out. Okay, cool, let's move forward. But it is disappointing because, like you said, some other of the like remake cartoons, like, dude, the Thundercats remake was awesome. Yep. Love that uh, Thundercats on, that was Cartoon Network as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Voltron on Netflix is <laughs> wow. amazing. I still got it. It's on my list, man. I know oh you keep talking about it. It's so good. So good. So, you know, when they did this, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be great. He-Man, this will be awesome. So anyway, not to belabor a point, And once again, apologize for anyone out there who got their feelings hurt by the comments made on the Comic-Con podcast episode three. <laughs> but... That's just what we think. And we're always going to tell you. We're always going to tell you our opinions. Um, and you know what? Honestly, if anything triggered you on this, I genuinely welcome anyone. Shoot us an email, ComicConPodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram account, the comic Podcast. And ask us, you know what, dude? We'd love to have people on. Like, I would have someone mm-hmm. on to, I don't want to use the word debate because that's kind of like an aggressive term, but yeah. um, come on and talk. And I am definitely the kind of person who doesn't like, and I think you are as well. I think we're very much like kind of the same. I'm not stuck in my ways. Like if you, I can be swayed if you can convince me and bring mm-hmm. up good points, you know. So if we've offended anyone and you just are so much better and smarter than us, please come on and talk to us about that. Absolutely. Anyway, so round it out. This has been a fun episode. I I missed it. Uh, two weeks <laughs> out and I, I definitely missed it.
1: Um, well, you haven't done one in three
0: weeks, basically. <laughs> no, for yes. you, it's three. For me,
1: it's two. Like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: So we've got uh, – we always end the same thing, what we are currently reading. And you've kind of taken a little – a downside, right? You're, you don't really got anything you want to talk about? Is there anything? Yeah,
1: I really don't. I, I mean, my only, you know, honorable mention this week is the new Batman epi- uh, issue, Batman 111. Uh, this one, I really feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're just around the corner for Fear State. Right. Uh, uh, did you read this issue? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I really am actually – now enjoying miracle molly as a character? Yeah, she's cool. I think she yeah, she's actually starting to grow on me. Uh I, I really feel like if you didn't read Future State, the Gotham stuff, you really don't understand some of these characters like cuz like where it was leading, to, you know, right, like the magistrate stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I, I like how obviously that that's still all of the tie-in. Um Scarecrow is still is still badass. So I'm I'm cannot wait for this Fear State to actually start. Uh, and to, and to really have scarecrow uh, front and center for it. So, um, that's really like my only thing that I I really have this week. Uh, I was, you know, just so busy. I I really didn't get a chance to read anything and, or last week. So even last week's books, uh, I didn't really read anything. I I have like two weeks right now. I have like two weeks of catching up. I didn't even go to the comic shop this week or uh, last week. So yeah, I have like a ton of stuff to pick up.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, like the Batman stuff too. Uh, the 111 was really good. And I'm excited too. I, we're, we've talked about this before. It's just so cool because honestly, I feel like this scarecrow is like mirroring the scarecrow from Arkham Knight, the game. You know, mm-hmm. he like he's got the little finger things as well, oh, which yeah. is really cool. And yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So cool. So I have three books that I wanted to talk about because I've I actually received obviously I had to collect, I had to get two weeks worth of comics and then I had a bunch of um, books come in from KRS Comics Pullbox and uh, which you guys if you if you need a pull box check it out krs comics pull or krs pull box.com um, it's done by krs comics you awesome little pull box you guys can set up there um, and you can also use the lords of the long bucks L O T L B discount code which i do as well and that's what i've been using books come great awesome been super happy anyway three books i want to talk about the first one is vinyl by doug wagner it's an image comics and it's Creepy. It reminds me of um, it's it's definitely like a horror kind of vibe to it. It's almost like a mix between. um, It reminds me, uh, God, the Nick Spencer run. It was like super creepy. Um, Damn, man, dark. Anyway, I can't remember what it's called right now off the top of my head, but it's really good. It's about like a a serial killer who's kind of like helping this the guy who's like investigating him and um there's a lot of murder there's like a cult type situation going on i thought it was really cool so mm-hmm. definitely check that out vinyl there's two issues out i haven't read um, issue two yet bedlam bedlam is the next oh yeah i, I remember bedlam oh my right? god that thing was crazy yeah was like,
1: yeah 12 issues oh my god that,
0: the, the covers were just sick yes yeah yeah so it kind of gave me a bedlam vibe not as okay not as creepy as bedlam was but definitely pretty cool. Uh, The next one I got is the last book you'll ever read from Cullen Bunn and Nightfall Comics. And uh, I don't know. I I wanted to talk about it because I'm not sure about it. It didn't blow my socks off by any means, but I love Cullen Bunn. Um, I like his writing. And uh, it was a cool start, like a good idea. Basically, this, um, this writer writes a book and it's the last book you'll ever read because as you read it, It almost seems like right now we don't have a lot of things like information, but it kind of infects you with some demons and they all keep trying to kill the writer and like coming after her. So she has to hire a security guard to protect her. And her rule is you can be my security, but do not read my book. So they don't know, like, is there secrets in the book or this, the book has to do with kind of like, people and like people's urges and almost like nihilism and stuff like that as well. It's interesting. It's, it's cool. I'm excited to keep reading it. Um, Like I said, it's called the last book you'll ever read by Colin Bunn nightfall comics. Okay. And then the last one I wanted to talk about is ordinary gods by Kyle Higgins and image comics. And this book was awesome. I am really excited to keep reading this series. Um, It sets up like a kind of a little, like backstory world building type thing. And, um, I'm probably going to butcher this. So anyone else who read, read who, who read this, please don't get mad at me for butchering this at all. Cause it's only one issue in, but there's this idea that this Supreme being created like 13 or 12. I can't remember the exact number of gods that kind of like, um, all represent a different, um, uh, uh, traits like strength or envy uh-huh. or something like that and they rule this other world right and their kingdoms are ruled and based on their on their attribute or whatever and so there's like a rebellion in the world of the gods and then you find out that some of the gods were sent to earth and earth is more or less a prison created for the gods hmm. and um they're kind of like being resurrected in new bodies over the years we don't know a lot but it seems like they're they're being like resurrected and coming, And so they're searching for each other while also the other side of the gods that are coming after them are also attacking them. It was really cool. Um, it looks like it has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed the first, the first issue for sure. Like you said, that's ordinary gods by Kyle Higgins. So check that. Out. I'll have to give the image you, comics. Yeah, it was you, cool. Uh, did you ever read? Um, I'm sure you have uh wicked and divine from mm-hmm. Gillian. No, I haven't really I've wanted to it's been on my list and it, it always kind of like <laughs> it's always kind of one of those books that just gets pushed to the back burner okay and yeah. I love
1: Gillian yeah yeah I'm su- I'm surprised because you know you you know I know you're a Gillian fan and, and this is that it's a very similar story with the gods they come back every so many years and they they take up uh <clears throat> they you know in the most recent of in, in this storyline they take up the roles of like musicians so Okay. There's like someone who looks like kind of like a David Bowie. There's like a Daft Punk type of characters. There's but and then there's other things that are happening throughout the storyline. But this they they're reincarnated as like musicians. So and they've they did like one they've done a few spin-offs that were like one shots, which were mm-hmm. really cool. And they were different years, like it was, you know, Wicked and Divine fifteen twenty. AD and then like there was like another one that was like the 19 like 19 1900 or something or 19th century like okay.
0: I'll they're interesting out.
1: but yeah the that um, yeah the Wicked and Divine is a was a really cool read I, I like Gillian stuff I think that was actually one of the first early image things that I was reading like from him back hmm. in the
0: day oh another little shout out because we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago um, for any of you guys who read the free comic book day books did you read any of those did you get any of those yeah I actually got
1: a call them early I uh,
0: okay did you read the Spider-Man Venom
1: one or the Avengers one? Uh, I didn't. got I, Actually, unfortunately, I didn't get any of the Marvel or DC ones. I got the Image and IDW ones.
0: So oh, far. Did you get the Something is Killing the Children? The, well, yeah. Know. House
1: of Slaughter. Yeah, I got yeah. the House of Slaughter. I got House of Slaughter. I got Stray Dogs. And I got the two Star Wars books. What's the Stray yeah, Dogs one? It's like a prequel to um, Stray Dogs.
0: Damn, man. If you got any extras and you, hook me up.
1: Uh, well, I mean, new comic book Days next week. So, yeah, I'll. Let I'll, me I'll try to yeah but yeah the um, new the the ones i got like i said the stray dogs was it was it's it's okay like i mean you you know you if you obviously you and i read the series anybody else who's out there read the series you know what it's kind of about uh but the two star wars ones were cool i thought yeah I they were cool. like the star wars i read those
0: too but i wanted to talk about the marvel ones you should you need okay. to pick them up because it's um they're like dual stories so like one's avengers in the first half and then part two is hulk and it's actually kind of like um, a setup for Donny Cates Hulk. It kind of gives you, I don't know oh. if it's a preview or if it's like excerpt from his issue. Number one, that's going to come out or if it's actually like a part of it, but it gives you an idea of what he's going to be doing with the Hulk. Okay. So pretty cool. I was kind of, I was pretty excited to read that. I was like, okay. Cause we talked about like, well, where's, where's Donny Cates going to take the Hulk? we know how he likes to switch things up and do things new. So, um, and then mm. same along the same lines, in the Spider-Man book, you got a Spider-Man story and then you have a Venom story and it kicks off right after Venom by Donny Cates. And now we have the Ram Ram, the fifth and, uh, Al Ewing talking about, or uh, writing their Venom storyline. And it answers I a lot of the that. questions we talked about, which was, are we getting a continuation of the story? Is mm-hmm. it going to be Eddie Brock? Is it going to be Dylan Brock? What's it going to be? So okay. it was What's cool, man. For first, uh,
1: Free comic book day next week, right?
0: Next yeah, event. yeah. New comic book day, or yeah, free comic book day next week. And, um, okay, it's cool. I i, I was really excited to read those because we talked so much about that last week like those two dudes swapping titles and what mm-hmm. it was gonna be like. So it kind of gives you an idea. Um, all right, my I'll general first, opi- first opinion is I think Al Ewing is, is, and Ram are going to crush Venom, Donnie Cates. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely a different tone. And then like Mm. from the immortal Hulk, man, it's, it's immortal Hulk being dark and like horror based. And then Kate's always kind of has like a, a little bit of humor. You know what I mean? With his Mm -hmm. writing. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. But I think that's all we have today. Everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, episode 30, the comic Con podcast. Uh, happy to be back. Was super excited to talk. Um, to everyone about everything that's been going on. Once again, of course, you know, we're always going to tackle those topics that people may not want to talk about. And we'll do the same thing we ask you to do is just keep an open mind. Everyone respect everyone's opinions mm-hmm. and things will be good, but we will never shy away from that, nor the drama. Unfortunately, we don't have <laughs> any drama right now, but um, been a while since we got any voice messages. We'd love a voice message. Send those in to the comic, Con podcast at gmail.com. Um, like I said earlier, you can reach out to us either on our Instagram account, the Comic Con Podcast, or our private Instagrams, Nemesis Prime and Milton the Manimal, both on Instagram. Send us messages there. Or if you message on any YouTube videos, we'll as well, like we did today, answer those questions. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so we got a lot of guests kind of planned coming up tentatively, um, some creators, some community. So, a lot yeah, of stuff coming up here
1: soon yeah a lot of stuff people that i saw at terrific Con, you know um so hopefully they can pop in here uh sometime soon uh, you know some some people that write for some websites uh you know a lot of cool stuff so uh we appreciate everybody listening to us episode 30 in the books uh that's all i have uh, yep. we will check you next week later right guys